Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. With us today, we got Adam Brewer. Hello. And Devin Monkhouse. What up, nerds? <laughs> Fair enough. And a new voice that you may not have heard before, Brendan. Hello. Uh, Brendan, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, so I am based in Guelph and a part of Guelph's Gonk Squad, as well as the GRX from Kitchener. Uh, anything else you want to know? Well, how long have you been playing X-Wing there, and what got you into the game? Uh, I've been playing since before Wave 4 released. Uh, I like Star Wars X-Wing, or Star Wars ships. Uh, the Hawk was actually a really big grab to get me into the game. Uh, competitively, uh, my like getting into the tournament circuits uh, was when I moved down uh, to Guelph. I got more into the uh, Southern Ontario community uh, and started getting out to the tournaments, which was around spring 2016. So we are currently amidst the whole social distancing thing, which sadly enough means not a lot of, or well, let's just say no in-person X-Wing, basically, unless you happen to be lucky enough to be cooped up with someone who also is down to play some X-Wing, but how is everyone staying involved with the game right now? Adam, what about yourself? Still a little bit of TTS for me. Uh, Vassal's cool, but I don't know. It doesn't feel like playing the game, so I've just been just a tiny bit on TTS. Same here. Yeah. Brendan, how about yourself? Uh, I've had a short jank tank run on Vassal. I personally prefer Vassal since it's a bit more precise. I don't have to squint uh, at it so much just to, like, since the log will tell me what to do. Uh, since that end of the jank tank run, I've mostly stayed in, like, some conversation groups online, but, like, bit haven't played, really, so excited to uh, get around to some the competitive X-Wing. Oh, fair enough. I mean, I, it doesn't even look like FFG is creating a lot of articles or anything to talk about, to be honest. It's really, and which is pretty incredible that it's really about the uh, the fan base right now that is keeping X-Wing running during this uh, social distancing time as all events and even shipping of waves is d- down for the time being. What about yourself, Devin? How are you keeping busy with your X-Wing? I'm doing all right. Um... <sighs> Uh, in terms of X-Wing, I've been like sorting my collection at home, reorganizing how I store it. Um, the PTL ordered hoodies, so I'm in the process of handling that. Um, and uh, a few of us were getting together. I haven't been playing a lot online. I'm, I'm sort of... The, like, X-Wing for me is getting together with the guys, getting some games in, seeing people, you know, and we... Uh, you know, I, I think I've spent more, less on X-wing and more on travel um, over the last uh, few years. Now that the, you know my collection is pretty much done, um, so yeah, it's it's been uh, a bit of an interesting week, uh, month, or six weeks. I've been taking a lot of time to uh, try and be introspective and think about things and and take some time to just you know exist and not necessarily you know. Uh, be as involved as I, I uh, was before everything. Take a, a bit of a brain break for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. I think this kind of social distancing stuff, as much as you know, it is quite the huge pandemic and everything going on, and uh, it, it can be very tragic in lots of necessary in lots of different ways. Um, it 
there is almost like this like refresh, this like reboot to uh, like personalize where it's like, okay, I, I what was it like when I didn't have all these things before? And now it's more so like, okay, let's more, pay a little more extra attention to family, to friends, to getting together, to talking, to um, where sometimes maybe kind of get lost in the, the routine of life. It's now it's kind of reset, I find. I don't know if you guys feel that way at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm not uh, an, a social historian expert, but, you know, I, I have two degrees in history. And, you know, for me, people talk about wanting to, you know, they look forward to the return to normal. And, you know, I, my perspective is this is a normal human experience. You know, um, the la- just because the last one was 100 years ago, right? Um, doesn't mean that this isn't something that if you go back 150 years or 200 years, you know, this is something that would happen every 15 to 25 years, right? This is something that our societies and, and our his, in our history, we've been dealing with, you know, for thousands of years since, since urban culture um, arose three and a half, 4,000 years ago, you know, we've been dealing with the, the ramifications of that, which are pandemics like this and living close to livestock leads to the cross-contamination of viruses. So, you know, this is a normal or what brings me comfort is that, you know, this is a normal human experience. This is this is what we have done in the past and what we may do in the future. And just because like our industrial society and our industrial work pathways haven't had to handle something like this in a long time is is, is a very like like privileged experience and um you know and certainly going through this in our lifetime will be will be a you know will be something to talk about right you know my grandmother talks about losing you know parents or grandparents in in 1919 and and i knew my grandfather lived through my uh, grandfather on my other side lived through the spanish flu in 1919 and had health ramifications for his entire life because of it now it's going to affect a proportionally less number of people because we have modern medicine but you know as you were saying you know i happen to you know prefer like the life ways of a pre-industrial society like that's you know partly why i choose my job and partly why i live the life the way i do is that like nine to five feels and, and and seems extremely unnatural to me so like living like breaking out of like this artificial construct of a nine to five which is no longer really necessary you know people seeing how much they can work from home and how productive people can be and like finding ways to loosen maybe some of these like strict guidelines that we've lived under that are really less necessary right that um are put into place for you know reasons that mattered in the 1880s but matter less so now right so so certainly i think that you know the, the hopefully the societal ramifications of this will be um interesting i mean if we all just jump back to normal you know then that's gonna be be sad to me you know like i think this is not this is you know um a more natural way to live not necessarily like hold up but you know it's certainly um not a this is not a but like, again what brings me solace, solace is that this is not a, uh, a unique experience and certainly not something we haven't handled in the past you know and um, uh, you know already like, I have friends who are working in, in business downtown and their offices are like hey we can reduce our space by like a quarter and then everybody hot desks and then they come in three day- two days a week and work from home three days a week and we can slowly downsize our office space and save money this way and that way and 
So I think uh, hopefully there'll be changes that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a really, you know, interesting time to, to experience and be alive. And, and I hope that anyone listening to this, that, you know, you're, you're well and your, your family as well and that you all make it through. Okay. So hundred percent. I think we echo the same messages as well. In fact, I know we echo the same messages as well. We, we wish nothing. But no. <laughs> I know Adam wishes death on my family, but you know, there's not much I can do with that. Adam's a special human being, <laughs> special, unique snowflake. Hey, I like that. Cool. Be cool. But yeah, no, I do hope that uh, we create some new paradigms from this event. I think it's necessary. Uh, you know what I'd like? Hey, how about everybody makes a living wage at their job? That's what I would. Yeah, like that would to be see amazing. This. That, hey, 100%. Are you that would be great. Is your is your time valuable? How about you make above the poverty line? How about that? You know, I I posted something really stupid on Facebook where uh, I was just like, you know, what's your stupid desire, right? Like, my wife and I are sitting on our busted couch and we're like, when this thing's friggin' over, we're going to go to Ikea and we're going to sit on all the stupid couches and we're going to pick a new couch, right? Like, that's that's my stupid desire right now. And I was like, what's what's yours? Like, what do you want? And, like, um, Greg Saul, who's one of the organizers up in Peterborough, just north of you guys, was like, I want to spend two weeks in my house not seeing anybody because he's an essential worker working at Costco dealing with like crazy lineups every day like so he's putting his life on his on the oh, line yeah he is at Costco it's an in it's, it's crazy it's not there. just crazy lineups i talk to grocers and they're getting a lot of grief from people too yeah exactly like, no for sure you know our household's doing okay you know we're shopping every like 9 or 10 days we're we're doing fine we're socially isolating you know my wife is immunocompromised so like we we're being extra careful, and we're unfortunately, not fortunately, unfortunately, we're out every day walking the dog. But it's nice, it's sort of like gets us out of the house. But uh, you know, uh, people who don't have partners or single or like locked in without without companions or pets, you know, whatever uh, species or gender they may be, like that's I don't know. I feel for those people because it's it, that's got to be rough. Yeah, no that that's the that's the most challenging part. Uh, along with uh, then you know any kind of exceptionalities and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it uh, it can be very challenging. But there are things that can make things a little easier, uh, like uh, X Wing and like yeah. really awesome events around the corner. And I believe a little birdie told me because I'm much more in tune with birds now. Oh, yeah. uh, ever since playing Root, yeah, um, <laughs> specifically crows. Uh, <laughs> that there's uh, there may be an event coming around the corner. Do you happen to know of anything like that, Devin? Uh, yeah, I, I we uh, so um, Brandon was part of the initial discussions of this, and we had guys from um, you know Jean Marc in Ottawa to you know um, some other guys in Southern Ontario expressed interest in um, in the past in a, in a larger Ontario wide tournament and maybe doing something now online. You know, a lot of people felt like they had. Uh, the the jank tank and the gold squadron uh, tournaments weren't quite to their liking. Whether they were too big or the time constraints were weird, or they didn't like the jank tank format, even though they stole a PTL format. I'm not. It'll be. It's it's all right. Um, and um, 
we wanted to like do something that was like a little bit smaller and uh, a little Ontario focused. Although we do now have people from Texas and, and Germany signed up. Um, but if, so if you want in and you're uh, in Australia, because I know I've been uh, conversing with some of your Australian fans and we've been exchanging uh, cards and stuff. So Australia, if you guys want to jump in and uh, and join, you're more than welcome to. But just know that uh, you got to... You gotta play an EST. <laughs> How does it feel like talking to entire continents right there, uh, Devin? Listen, I'm talking to like two people, but you know what? The entire, the entire continent is welcome to participate should they desire. So uh, we're gonna start off by saying that you know we're not limiting it. It is Ontario focused, is uh, what we're gonna say. Uh, it's called the Ontario Online Open, but uh, we're not gonna turn you away. As I said, we've got people from the states and and Germany playing now. So, you know, it's going to be uh, a ton of fun. So uh, why don't I go through, do you want me to go through some of the, the timings and then I'm going to explain how the tournament works? For sure. In fact, I think you could even make an acronym about the uh, the, the wording there. Yeah, so it's the Ontario Online Open. We're calling it it's the Triple Zero Tournament. Um, so tickets are on sale now. You can find a link to our store at flightcasual.ca or you can go and find the event on Star Wars Gaming Ontario and there'll be more information there. You can also join the PTL Discord. Uh, links are in the PTL Facebook group or Star Wars Gaming Ontario or just yell at me on Facebook or Discord. I don't know, man. Uh, ask Andrew and uh, he'll send you links because uh, I like making him do work. Yeah, we're going to send. We're gonna attach all the links and all the information along with this uh, uh, podcast perfect. as well. Perfect. Okay, so tickets are on sale now. They're 10 bucks. Participation prize is a card provided for us. That will be triple zero. Uh, a card provided by one of the participants because Burning Stick is a pretty cool guy. Um, you're also going to get a an Ace Maneuver One Forward triple uh, zero um, uh, one forward template. Um, and uh, the winner of each pod, because we're it's not going to be a Swiss tournament. It's going to be round robin pods. Uh, we're aiming for you to get six games so each pod is going to be about seven people um and the winner of each pod is going to get a dial cover from rasta mace i'm working on getting some of them painted it will likely be unpainted um that is going to be incredible we're we haven't announced it yet but we have a good plan for what's what you're going to get in first um but it may it will be um we like to spend most of our money on participation prizes, um, and in this case, most of the money went to the dial covers from Rasta Mace. Uh, you can find his uh, store at... Uh, I'm going to forget what it's called. Let me Give me a second to pull it up, because these things are cool, and you need to look at them, and if you win, I will mail it to you in a safe way. I um, do also want to say, though, like, I'd seen pictures of Rasta Mace's stuff before, and I was impressed, but then once you see them in person, like, Whoa, you're impressed. Yeah, and and I mean, it's a 3D printed dial. Uh, it's going to need painting. Um, I don't know. Pay your local painter guy like ten bucks. Like I'd love, I love Rasta Mace's painting style, and there's lots of big empty surfaces on these things. Um, but buying them is like twelve pounds or fifteen bucks. Um, so that's like the level of prize we're going to get into here. Um, and having Rasta Mace paint them is like 60 to 80 pounds. Uh, and you know what? It's worth every penny. But in the uh, the idea of the PTL and, and the way we play in Ontario and our prize drafting, it's, we're going to put everything into participation. So that's our plan. Um, so everyone gets acrylic. Everyone gets a card. Winners get dial covers. 
and I think we're going to do um, a special like triple zero range ruler set for the person who comes in first. Um, so that we're going to take. That would be so good. Yeah. So and then we're going to take. Um, and uh, I promise uh, we will be making fun of you. So I think it's going to be like uh, this would be a range if we were on line or like uh, I'd have you if this was online or or like something like that. So that's going to be the uh, the theme of like the templates. So it's going to be fun. Uh, I believe but they'll the, be one of the finds. That's going to be coming in first. And then uh, the website is uh, ProTech Models. I'm sure you know this. Triple Zero has some amazing lines as well. He does. He does. But we, we're making them, you know, uh, so. so Nothing I would go like to... Southern Ontario to create an event regarding around a, uh, a torture bot. <laughs> Listen, um, uh, we know what torture is like because we live in Toronto. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Go, Just please... rent alone is torture. Yeah, exactly. Please go to protechmodels.co.uk. That's P-R-O-T-E-C-H models.co.uk and for you know what for like 15 bucks you can you can get your own dial cover and you know we're charging you 10 to compete in this so um yeah it's 10 bucks you can sign up andrew's gonna have links um it's gonna be in star wars gaming ontario you can see the event um you're gonna have until so the games are gonna start on may 3rd and it's gonna run to may 31st so it's gonna be the whole month of may okay guys um like I said, we're aiming for six games per pot for per person, so you're going to be have to play 1.5 games per week. We think that's pretty reasonable. Um, so, uh, it, the the format, as I said, is going to be a pod based format. It's going to be a round robin in the pods. It's going to be on you to arrange uh, with your opponents to get those games in. Um, we're not giving you a timeline. We're not giving you um, we're not going to be hustling you. If you don't get those games in, you don't get those wins, and your opponents do, right? Um, Can't wait to get those wins. <laughs> yeah, hustle your opponents, right? You have to hustle your opponents. Like you have to. We're going to be treating you on a base uh, on a on a game by game basis, but you know you have to be able to show us, you know, um, plenty of evidence one way or the other that they aren't or are that you are trying to contact them or that they aren't trying to contact uh, you or we're trying to try and get both sides and, and judge that as it comes up. Um, the format besides pods is going to be a reverse hanger bay. So you bring two lists. Okay. And like hanger bay, um, you and your opponent get matched up. You will exchange lists. Um, the way tabletop, we're going to be running it on tabletop, uh, .to. Uh, so you will be able to see everybody's lists and have a look at everyone in your pod. Um, when you arrange the game, uh, you will reveal your lists to each other, or you should have already reviewed each other's lists. And in the time leading up to the game, um, not until the game begins is when this information should be uh, relayed. Uh, and that is uh, when that happens, uh, as because as I said, it is a reverse hanger bay. Um, your opponent chooses the list you are going to play, and you choose your opponent's list. Does that make sense, Andrew? Yep, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So you have two lists. They're both your lists. Uh, so one of the things we wanted to do was, in order to keep retention, right, we wanted people to bring more than one list. to keep. We have to keep you engaged for a whole month, 
right? You're gonna be playing six, like you can take a list out for a day and be like, oh, it's trash and like throw it away, right? We can't lock you into a tournament. We can't hold you there. It's not eight hours. It's like, it's gonna be the, the whole month, right? So this way you've got two lists. There's a bit of like, uh, you know, hidden shell game about like what you're gonna be playing, a little bit of anticipation there. So, um, I think it's going to be really interesting. It's going to uh, prevent a little bit of uh, NPE where it's like, you know, maybe the, now also the lists have to both be of a different faction. Um, so you can't bring two lists that are functionally similar. Um, so, you know, you don't, you really hate playing droids and there's a droid list and there's a, an aces list. Well, you know, you play the aces list, right? You take the, you, you sort of pick your own poison, right? Or you challenge yourself and bring on the droid list. You know what, man? What if Andrew brings an Empire and a First Order list that are both aces? Is that I mean, functionally then, then different? He's, well, he's welcome to do that, <laughs> right? But that don't that, talk about my strats. <laughs> no, but that allows his opponent to be like, oh well, I can think I can take Vader, or like, well, oh, Kylo's yeah. a weak yeah. link, or you know, like then there's a little bit of play there. It's like you can plan ahead, so you can sort of think with both of your lists about how you're going to handle the other list right kylo was a very big weak link you're absolutely right anyone <laughs> should vouch for using choosing to making me use kylo that's totally okay uh, right actually i'd love to ask you Devin, if you had any tips for anybody who hasn't done this style of tournament before any building essentials um i mean bring two lists that you are um that you will either enjoy playing or will look forward to playing right like this is this is not necessarily um a situation where you want to be taking a new list out to try um because you're going to be stuck with it for a month right Mm -hmm. um so bring uh, my recommendation is you know i'm looking after my players like fun and comfort Uh, my suggestion is bring two lists that you are going to enjoy playing throughout the month um it is six games you are going to be having to talk to six different people to arrange times to play these games like it's we're not asking nothing of you in terms of participation in this tournament um like you mean social interaction Devin? you're you're encouraging social interaction i am forcing social interaction upon you no Okay. All for a Rasta Maze dial. It's so worth it, but oh. Okay, so yeah, do you want to go through the Rasta? Rasta I, I, I can I can go through which Rasta Maze dials I ordered. Oh, oh absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Tell me where the First Order one is, because I'm I'll definitely be all about that. Well, I ordered a Kylo one. Oh. Ooh, yes, hmm. yes. Uh, that sounds very good. That's it. Yes. It so very good. I got a nine number. So there's gonna. So I ordered more than there were pods. Um, and basically, the PTL is buying whichever ones don't get used off of the um, the tournament. So there will be a, a pool of dial covers from which you can choose. I tried to get a variety of factions in there. So we have Nenum, we have Count Dooku, we got, I grabbed some R2, two R2-D2s, I got two tactical droids, I got uh, two FO TIE pilots, I got Kylo Ren, I got Jess Pava, and I got... Uh, two TIE Fighter pilot dials. So you'll notice lacking in there are Rebels and Scum. There aren't a lot of Scum uh, dials. There were, in fact, one Scum dial and it was sold out. Um, and then the Rebel helmets, I don't know, get Nenum or Jess Pava, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I mean, also, if you're Rebels, you just, take, 
Yeah, you can take the R2-D2 and that's just your helpful R2 astromech reminder. Yeah, and it's just because yeah, it's R2-D2 nice dial doesn't mean you have to paint it like R2-D2. You can, you can paint a red man, it can be an R4, like you, you do you, buddy. So, we got, a, we got a lot of fun and a lot of variety in there, so, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing more of these, hopefully in Ontario. I, I count on Ontarians winning their pods, uh, <laughs> to not only just to save me on shipping, but also so that I can see these dials when I uh, go out and about in the province. Um, so once you have uh, signed up, you have to go to tabletop.to. You have to uh, log in and sign up there. Um, you will need to add uh, a text list with both Yasby links. So you can't uh, upload your list as normal. You have to put a, upload a text uh, list and put up two link Yasby links, if that makes sense. And we ask for your Discord username, and you're going to get an invite to the PTL server, where we're going to have a triple zero Ontario Open dedicated uh, channel and uh, assorted channels for each pod and for um, matchmaking. Um, so each pod is going to be approximately seven players. As I said, we're aiming for six games. Six games in four weeks we think is attainable and will give us good results, uh, especially in a round robin. Um, and then uh, when the game is over, the winner, uh, which is uh, a PTL tradition, will uh, re the winner reports the score on tabletop.to. Um, so it should be pretty simple. Uh, we did a big uh, poll, uh, which uh, upset the 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 basic the basic decision that the organizers had made to, to default to Vassal. Um, and the poll on Star Wars Gaming Ontario said that the star the Ontario sort of community, you know, um, overall um, prefers Tabletop Simulator. Um, <laughs> so. Um, Tabletop Simulator is is like the default. Uh, however, if both players agree they can play on Vassal, we have no sort of desire to to limit, um, you know, your enjoyment of the game. Like if both of you want to play on Vassal, or one of you is willing to, and the other one is like, man, I really want to play on Vassal, then you know, play on Vassal. So, other than that, I'm not sure if there are many other things to go over. Um, we'll I have, have a question. Pod, a top pod in June. Other than that, any other questions? How, how is the judging handled? So the judging is going to be handled. Um, generally, the vast majority of the small judge calls um, are uh, going to be handled by Tabletop Simulator. Whether things are in ARC, etc., is is uh, you know I would say something like sixty, seventy percent of the judges' jobs are are sort of removed by the automation of the systems. Yeah. Um, our recommendation at this point uh, is we ask that you post in the the star the PTL Discord's rules question, and then um, we will be monitoring that and answering as quickly as possible. Cool. Uh, again, given that this is uh, based in Ontario, you know, reasonably expect a quick answer within five to ten minutes within... Um, uh, you know, sort of nine to nine. Outside of that, you know, you're on your own. Although in the evenings it may be easier. Um, you know, if you were willing to wait or pause the game or you know roll a die or you know get a ruling from a sufficiently impartial uh, player, you know, where we're, we're sort of accepting of that. Um, you know, <laughs> Note yourself. I'm not going to add up. <laughs> 
yeah, no, I totally, uh, totally, um, don't think that whatever Andrew's doing is totally okay here. So you know, so if you, you see if you see something <laughs> wrong, or or you you know something's wrong, then you know you see us all on Discord. Ping someone who's online, message them privately, uh, messages on Facebook, and just be like, oh god, we need somebody now. Make a ruling. If you see something, say something. Yeah, I'm never sleeping, so I'm pretty well be available quite often. So. There you go. So uh, Aaron, Aaron uh, offers himself up as a sacrifice. Uh, not Aaron, uh, Andrew. So uh, feel free to message him if you're not in his pod. Right, right on. No, thank you so much, Devin. I'm so excited for that event, and like it'll be rejuvenating too. Because I know that at the time being, there's a lot of x-wing like jank tank or top gun or there's like a lot of variation different styles but this is as close as you can kind of get to uh like a a regular kind of competitive uh format um whether it be you know system open or grand champs or any of that kind of stuff this is as similar right now i think as you can get to that right now so i actually have another question is it win loss or mov um, win-loss will be, uh, the, the primary, uh, score, and then tiebreaker is MOV. Uh, yeah, so it is MOV, ultimately. Okay. Now, Brendan, we can't have you on without actually having you an opportunity to say something. I mean, Devin has spoken so much about this. Have you been in these types of events before, where this is, uh, where, you know, you bring a couple of lists, and your opponent gets to choose one, um, and then you choose their list, and then you guys go at it? Uh, I haven't tried the reverse hangar page, no. I've tried, like, I've been in a few seasons of the Vassal League, so I understand, like, uh, I do really like the concept of just play at your own pace. If you want to play all six games in one week, like a madman, go ahead. Uh, if you want to, say, maybe scout some players and watch them, like, that's also something you can do. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of, I've been thinking about the lists I'll be taking just because I'm trying to balance having fun but also uh trying to keep them relatively even all right well let's go in at you buddy if for somebody who hasn't done this kind of event before um and it sounds like you're still fairly familiar and you're also a great x-wing player um what uh, would you suggest what like what kind of helpful tips would you uh suggest to somebody to bring come into this event have a good time and do well good question uh Pick something you're familiar with. Uh, of course, like remember, you are going to be stuck with this list or these two lists for an entire month. So you don't want something that you'll figure out you hate, and then especially players forcing you to play. Adam, what, just judging basically how the event is formatted here, what what do you think uh, you might do theoretically to take on this event if you wanted to win yourself a beautiful Rasta May style? So is it just me personally, or like the sensible thing to do to actually... Let's go with you personally. Okay, so step one, two lists I've never played before. Clearly, <laughs> like, I'm going to follow, this is going to follow my heart, and I'm going to pull two lists out, and if it's anything on track, I'm going to finish those two lists and submit them ten minutes from the last second that I can do it. Follow the heart <laughs> of the cards and randomly generate it. Oh, okay, that's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I would think that you'd want... I'm assuming either some sort of beef and some sort of high-end, maybe not aces. If you play hard in the aces, you might get smashed by a, by a swarm. Whereas if you went with, like, good quality... Like a lot of these Empire builds with, like... I just saw the one, it was, like, two, two phantoms and two... 
uh, V1s, you know, like Fifth Brother and... It was all fours. Two, two Initiative 4 Phantoms, two Initiative 4 uh, V1s. The Fifth Brother and Seventh Sister. That A list like that, that it could be aces or they're high ranking, you know, they're, they're, they're not just going to get walked over. And mm-hmm. I think you might want to bring, like, a bunch of beef or something. I don't know. How do you put out two lists that nobody wants? <laughs> you just do what exactly what you suggested. I'm just going to the middle. Two swarms, probably, two aces. Two yeah, <laughs> like, probably like a three or a four ship list and then a five or a six ship list. Beyond that, I mean, I, I don't know. I like the development to make sure you get your list in ten minutes prior to. Yes, yeah. It, if it was a tournament, I would say you finish it at five in the morning the night before the tournament. Yeah. I uh, know, that's over-exaggerating. 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> that's more fair. That's more fair. I mean, this this is how I play tournaments. How do you guys play? <laughs> fair enough, Devin. Now, are you playing into this event, Devin, or are you not playing in this event? No, I think most of the organizers are going to be playing in it as well. Uh, oh, cool! Yeah, fantastic. That's going to be so much fun to actually have you guys in there and playing and everything like that. Because quite often you are behind the desk. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, there's. Um... I mean, I'm not going to be taking it like hugely seriously. Like, I, I have not touched X-wing. I played my first game today in about six weeks. So, um, that's and part of that is because I'm really frustrated uh, that you know this COVID thing is set up. Sort of, uh, we'd set up. Uh, I mean, a few of us now. I'd been communicating with you, Andrew. You know that part of it. Um, a few of us mm-hmm. across Ontario had been like jury rigging our store champs so that none of them would conflict and we had something like nine or eight or nine straight weeks of store championships that we'd still be in the middle of oh, yeah um, and like uh peterborough was supposed to be this weekend but because they, they forgot to take the event down they didn't change the poster at all and it's like well i uh, know it's a hurtful reminder eh? i wish i was in peterborough Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday, maybe, you know, maybe like, i'm crazy but do you think these stores would want to sponsor these tournaments to like Ooh. Use their kits. I just was thinking about this. Kick some uh, money yeah, to I mean, the we store. Could, we could see. You I know, mean, like there's they're suffering. They could use the money. I I don't really think so because like it doesn't get people in the store. It doesn't get people buying stuff in the store. It doesn't get you know like. It, know. If they got the admissions, right? So they just collect the money and then redistribute the prizes. The kits are not beholden to this, but. Uh... Fantasy Flight has asked that they don't uh, give out their store champ kits. They have actually said, like, if it helps incentivize people to buy, you can offer uh, uh, whatever lower kits uh, you have, like the general game kits, but uh, store champs are specifically offline. And Primes, because a couple of British stores, I think, got them. The events are going to be very interesting when we come out of it because store champs are already kind of cycling through, and we already received, I know, a critical hit, and I know at Brew Wizards, if I'm not mistaken, we've already received the premium kit as well, uh, the one that has Kaz and Ember uh, on the plastic card. Oh, well then, how about the premium one? So we should reach out. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm not against it. Mm-hmm. It's just tricky, right? The tricky part is exactly what Devin kind of expressed, is that making sure that the store, one, gets their bang for their buck for the event kit, and then it gets the, you know, the promotion of what it would have meant to having everybody in their store. 
Um, now you could that could be something along the lines of uh, you know uh, tagging the store in the event and things like that. But a lot of stores also don't have like that online presence as well. So uh, it, that kind of hits home. I don't know. It'd be on a store-to-store basis. You know, if anybody's listening that uh, that is associated with a store and wants to ask them and, and wants to see if they are interested in throwing their stuff and working something out with the PTL to kind of have uh, prizes, extra prizes going into this event, you know, get in touch with them. Uh, that's kind of, I like, think, the best way to go about it, right? So, Yeah, and I mean, that, that, as, as you said, working with the PTL, I mean, this is something we've tried to stray away from with the Ontario Online Open is that we do have organizers from, you know, different parts of the province and, and like we're trying to not make it quite so PTL branded to be more like, you know, this is just something that we're all getting together and doing and, and we don't really want to make it yeah. PTL centric or come with any of the, I was going to say baggage, but not baggage, but like, you know, with the PTL, when we run our tournaments, we try and do something funky or PTL focused or like, you know, limited in terms of like what kind of lists you can play and, and what kind of ships you can play and how you can do it, you know, um, to sort of like bend those list building muscles. And like the closest we get here is like the two list reverse hangar bay, right? So, um, and even then their only restriction is, you know, you got to bring two factions. So you can't bring like, well, here's my, my eight tie swarm and my seven tie swarm. Here, or my, <laughs> you know, my seven droid swarm and my six droid swarm. So, <laughs> that would be fairly funny. <laughs> right. It's just like, come, come on. How like, about uh, eight FO ties? And, yeah, oh, eight, eight, eight FO ties and then like seven Academies. eight FO ties. Like, <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. Right, like, the difference can't be one of your lists has all fanatical and the other one has all crack shot. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Brendan, you got any of those ideas there, buddy? How, uh, how it... Yeah, sorry. Uh, I, uh, so what I was thinking was I want to keep them balanced. Uh, so you don't want one, like your opponents always picking the one list. Like you want a bit of variety just so you play out. And, uh, for some people, this might be the only set of X when they get in this month's gap. Uh, I sort of personally disagree with Adam's comment on having two, like, kinds of lists, because, like, if uh, so I tend to find myself better uh, when I have control elements, and when I'm flying lower initiative ships, like, I'd sort of like to be flying that instead, like, I also feel I'm the strongest, right? Mm-hmm. But, so, it's, tr- like, I've been looking at it and, like, trying to fine-tune how... Uh, the lists complement each other in a way so that you can sort of get things you want. Uh, like, yeah, I've really been loving these Saber Squadrons lately just because they've come down in price, but they're still... They can ace uh, ships when they want, so, like, looking at that and just, like, trying to see what the other list can do so that that way I'm sort of still happy, no matter what the choice the opponent makes is. Oh, those Alphas, my god, 31 points. Mm-hmm. Is that all they are? Holy jeez. Yeah. And the sabers are 36, so you can I fit know. four instant your fell on a list, and, like, if you come up against five X-Wings, you have five aces. Yeah, I, fa- I faced uh, quite a few people, actually, jumping through the hoops for interceptors recently. It, I guess it seems to be kind of like an online flavor kind of thing. I, I'd be curious to see how many are actually kicking around and how many I just lucked out to happen to stumble upon recently. But. Well, it's kind right. of funny because it's that, that new extended meta that never saw the table, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, there, um, 
people were playing in the Gold Squadron live tournament on TTST on TTS this weekend, and some of the guys in our chat were saying that there was a lot of Boba Fett and a lot of Boba Casca and a lot of Boba Fenn, and uh, those guys were real surprised um, when someone reminded them that it was an extended tournament with a uh, with a list. So you, know, <laughs> you, you make sure you pay attention to the meta, right? I, it'll be kind of cool, depending on the numbers and everything that come out of this, is to kind of see where the meta is standing. Because we really didn't have like an extended meta. It was more so just, you know, we came out of hyperspace. Which is funny that we came out of hyperspace, but we did. <laughs> the other thing is, like, previously when I played in online tournaments, you sort of have to guess what the meta is, like, just generally. But here, like, a lot of us are friends. We're in southern Ontario. And there are some regional metas that I find in these communities. Like, Toronto, I'd say, is a bit more based towards uh, aces, whereas GRX, we only have uh, one ace-ish player, really. Uh, so, like, that's an interesting element to this online tournament, I find. Mm-hmm. And I do look forward to seeing everybody and playing some games in person, though. I cannot wait for uh, that opportunity. But this is definitely... If I, if I was going to choose anything, this kind of event would be the... Uh, the right next opposite to it is that, uh, or the right next best thing to get out there and, and be playing. I can't wait to face off against you guys. I'm I'm really glad because I know that you haven't really jumped at any of these online tournaments yet, and I'm glad that you know ours is sort of really hitting this sweet spot with some people where you know that they hadn't really felt comfortable or interested in some of those online tournaments, and that this has really sort of got got enough people interested. I mean, we think we broke. You know, forty ticket sales yesterday. So, you know, um, I, I think we're we're in for for a fun time. So I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, I I think this kind of format is really good. I mean, it's closest to what the standard format is as well. And the game itself is, I think it's pretty healthy right now. I think it's pretty good. So when the game is not broken or and or is really healthy, I think sticking to as close to what the real game what the game the real game is like is beneficial when things are a little broken or like you know you see 16 phantom lists or something like that coming on through then it i find it's at that time it's more fun to kind of pull away from the and this is just me from like a a, more of a competitive standpoint because that's kind of where i'm at in regards to x-wing uh still having fun but still uh competitive is that when it's a little more broken or you're seeing the same list multiple, multiple, multiple times, then it's more fun to kind of put those janky different uh, formats together and push people outside of what they're regularly be flying. So, uh, Just going back to what Devin says, uh, like as said, we might get like a few people who are trying to dip their toes in the water might be unfamiliar with those platforms. If you say on the PTL Discord or uh, your local community that like, you'd like a few practice games, uh, feel free to reach out. I'm going to try to help some of those people out, and I need to work on my TTS skills myself. Like, yeah, and we, we've got enough people. Like, like Brandon's sort of taking point as one of the organizers to help people get or get to help people get comfortable. But post in the Triple Zero uh, Discord, post in the PTL Discord, you know, post. Uh, on our matchmaking forum and be like I need some practice games and I saw a few guys uh, I was giving, getting a practice game today with Aaron on TTS and I saw two other two other rooms that were like oh those are guys from Ontario getting practice games in so you know not that not that that's like don't 
take from that that we're that it's being taken extremely seriously take from that that everybody's sort of semi uh unfamiliar with some of these platforms so we're all in the same sort of uh you know boat and if we all stick in it together then we'll figure it out oh yeah and two two games in a week over a month it's so accessible like this is like what a what a great place to start couldn't be easier you know yeah that was kind of our hope right yeah no i think Mm -hmm. it's great Here's, here's a question, Devin. Is, uh, I know that for the longest time Evan played Vassal, I believe. Is he joining and playing TTS? He he is, although oh. you, you may get a request to see if you're comfortable playing on Vassal. <laughs> I'll be doing that oh, every really? game. Oh, well, I'll be, I, I look forward to... He, he is now my arch nemesis. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to be randomly assigning pods, so we'll have to see uh, if... if uh, we end up in the same if you end up in the same pot or not right or uh, or if you just got away for the playoffs fair the enough fin- I'll make it <laughs> I don't know playoffs, playoffs doesn't sound right I don't know whether we should call it like the final pod the final or, countdown final something yeah how about the know. ultimate pod challenge yeah there you go we'll figure <laughs> it out that's for sure uh, well I can't I can't wait to do it regardless and now that you mentioned the Kylo dial I'm so uh, I'm sorry I'm gonna have to go all bloodthirsty. You're going all it's, bloodthirsty it's, for the Kylo. It's, re- it's real times. No, no. Didn't expect anything less. I, no casual. I, no I looked casual at lists. It. It, It's a nice looking dial. They all are. Oh, they are all beautiful. And the one thing is, I am really about when I come to supporting uh, people, you know, companies and stuff like that. I'm not about like just their product. I'm really about who they are. Like, what do they represent? And Rasta is absolutely right up there with the person who I rep- like completely or totally down with representing what he does. Uh, totally good to buy in and jump on that bandwagon because meeting the guy at Worlds, so friendly, so nice, uh, so social, open to talking with anyone and everyone, doesn't make you feel like awkward, is just good and very, I know I've got him on Facebook and stuff like that, his, all, all this stuff is very family oriented, it just seems like a just a person that you really want to support at the end of the day too, let alone the product being incredible. When I met Rasta at Worlds, uh, I mentioned that on the X-Wing Junkies which he was casting, uh, I interacted with him like briefly for it and like all I had to do was mention my handle and he remembered who I was, so like great guy. Well I was going to say same thing, uh, I met and interacted with Rasta at Worlds and my uh, my online handle for Discord is is uh, a play on my last name. And uh, I joined the Weekend Warlords to watch the game, and it said that I joined the stream. And he was like, oh, hey, is that Devin Munkos from Canada? And I'm like, hell yeah, it is. I spent, like, 20 minutes talking to you, and you remember me, like, five months later, man? Rasta Rast is a hell of a dude. Yeah, super personable, right? Uh, well, thank you so much, guys, for coming on here. Um, do you have any uh, shout-outs there before we jump on out of here? Brendan? No, uh, I think I'm good. Adam? Uh... Shout out to Tabletop Simulator, huh? <laughs> Good job, guys, for making... Honestly, the people who put at work on the Unified Tabletop Simulator yeah. mod yeah, there are you go. putting in hell of a lot of work. And they're, it has become something really incredible. For some of the people who are sitting there on social distancing and all that kind of stuff right now, they've really put in an absolute insane amount of work to do to, to revamp it it looks so good if you haven't played tabletop simulator even if you have played it in the past give it a shot now it's like uh, night and day and how good it is and yeah Mika as you know is constantly improving vassal like shout out to him 
yeah. is also yeah, absolutely. Really great. Yeah. All the all the community guys, they're all great. Yeah. Right? Hundred percent, yeah. And uh Devin, do you got any shout outs? Oh, I don't know. Uh standard shout outs to all the PTL guys, Aaron makes everything happen. Um uh I'm very happy with how sort of everything's been been chugging along and you know, uh you know, shout out to you for listening to, to this Ontario podcast and like you know what? Stay safe. I hope you stay safe. I hope you all stay well. You know, we're all gonna get COVID eventually, but you know, we're doing this to save our frontline healthcare workers and you know, think about, you know, guys like Greg who are, you know, essential workers but not in the front line and, you know, they're slaves to capitalism like the rest of us. And um, you know, he's an essential worker because the rest of us need him to survive. And uh, I hope you and your family and everyone you care about uh, survives survives this because not all of us are. And I uh, you know I already know people who've lost people. So uh, yeah, yeah that's you know, luckily I haven't, but who knows, right? Hundred percent. So there's a, a breakout, a COVID outbreak, and you know my uh, my wife's grandmother's old age home. So you know we've got fingers crossed. Yeah, absolutely. So we're For all sure. uh, we're all in this together, guys. Yep, uh, the sure. Natty's podcast uh, echoes all of those uh, same that same wordy. And uh, just a reminder that if you're listening, everything that we have mentioned in this uh, podcast will be linked, attached to it. We'll also throw Rasta Mesa stuff on there as well. And so everything will be available if you're uh, trying to find things. So uh, thanks so much, guys. Have yourselves a wonderful night. And everyone listening, you as well. Take care. If you'd like to get a hold of us, please feel free to reach out over Instagram or Facebook. We are also on Discord, and we'll leave a link in the description. And we can also be reached by email at nattiespodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, keep your ship on the map. We're rooting for you. And as always, just roll natties.